0: episode's cursed and it's and it's gonna be number one on our on our rating list i think i'm so. already calling yeah. it i it's think cursed. It, it's gonna be it's got everything man it's got
1: every single thing <laughs> i think we should just man. start here Fuck. Uh, all right no uh, yeah, no we, so, we, let's, let's... <laughs> no, this, that's the that's just the intro this is the natural welcome no, <laughs> to trek
0: to the holiday <laughs> yeah. uh, i'm Darius. i'm dylan and i'm Jan. and uh on trek to the holiday uh we are doing the hard work Of watching and definitively ranking all of the holodeck episodes in Star Trek. That
1: includes stuff where like somebody's just like checking the holodeck for maintenance, and also episodes where the entire episode takes place on the holodeck. We're doing the whole spectrum. We're ranking every single one. Doing the whole
2: thing, and uh, we have like our our specialized uh, foolproof ranking system uh, called Drask TM. it is dialogue. Drasks. You forgot the S. Yeah, there's an drasks. S at the end. <laughs> it's we couldn't drasks. get drasks. <laughs> uh, Dialogue, romance, action, suspense, camp, and stakes. It's a foolproof, absolutely foolproof uh, judging system. It-, it hasn't let us down. It- not yet. No. Not yet. I mean, it has in Dylan's eyes, but I don't think it's let us down yet. It's- it- a- yeah, it
1: took out "Take Me Out to the holo Suite
2: and for take that, you will never forgive it. I will never forgive the Drask's system uh, for that. If you
1: guys haven't watched Star Trek, the, or if you, only the original series, the holodeck is like VR; it's like video games, and mm-hmm. how, it's just a, a way for writers and in, in Star Trek writers' rooms
0: to have more fun with genre because they had to pack those seasons to the gills. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so this week, you are probably asking what episode we did, and we did. Heroes and Demons. Um, this episode was the 12th episode of Voyager ever because it's season one. So season one, episode 12. Um, it was aired April 24th, 1995. Yeah. It's kind of a weird place for it to be
1: the mid-season. I guess they must have premiered in January or something. Yeah. yeah. And then S- did they just keep going until September and then go immediately to the second season?
0: Interesting. I
2: guess. So grab a... A beer, a synth-a-hol, synth-a-hol. uh a coconut, uh, fruity <laughs> rum drink, and go to Holodeck either one through sixteen and join us <laughs> on this trek, trek to the Holodeck. To the holodeck.
3: I believe these simulations can be this real?
1: Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation.
0: Please enter
1: program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program
0: complete.
2: May enter. That was my best I one yet. Yeah. I think I, 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 I really I enjoyed that one. I, I, yeah.
1: Removing <laughs> the constraints of having to <laughs> follow that list made that a little punchier. It was fun. I, I think did. it was nice. It it was yeah, fun. I liked yeah. it.
2: Lots of energy. Lots of energy there. Um, Brad. So. Cool. Do you we want to do some guest star shout-outs? or well, well, hold on let's, let's not rush we have, this. We have some, so yeah, excited. we have some
0: quick little stuff to I'm just do. Just like so excited. this episode <laughs> was uh, written by Naren Shankar. Uh they wrote 9 episodes of TNG, 2 episodes of DS9 and this was their only episode of Voyager that they wrote. Yeah, oh, man. And he was he was hired as the science
1: advisor for the next generation. So Whoa. Yeah, yeah, he's like Real smart dude, he has an engineering degree from Cornell, but he's didn't want to do that, he wanted to t- write. And so, if that was his way in, is like, Hey, I'm super like, science. I know science stuff, so
2: I think it awesome. shows in this episode. Oh, at least, totally, like, the floating beings and whatnot. Yeah. Very cool, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, this episode was directed by Les Landu- Landau, old, old LL.
1: It's a, it's a <laughs> this is an LL, LL joint for sure
2: Um <laughs> oh, he, he directed uh 45 episodes of star trek yeah um wow e- of every show
1: like he he all the f- every show except for the every show except for well oh, okay all of the like 90s to early 2000s shows
2: the- i mean with a name cool. like less i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if he did direct some of the uh some Of the original series,
1: <laughs> his name is Les, uh, but he directed more episodes than oh. most directors.
0: Whoa,
1: <laughs> it's like it's like yeah. David Livingston, Cliff Bull, Les Landau, and then yeah,
2: that is a great name, though. Les Landau, Les Landau,
1: totally. Yeah, love that inspiration.
2: Land. L Landau, Our
1: music was by uh, Dennis McCarthy, uh, Denny
0: McCarthy,
2: Den Denny McCarthy, Den- Denny Mac. Mm-hmm. Den McCarr Denny sounds Mac. like a monster. Denny Mac. Yeah. Den McCarr. He did
0: a lot of he's uh, another like pretty regular, I think there there's a lot of just pretty regular uh music people who do the music for
2: Star Trek. Um this is turning mm-hmm. into a Star Trek music podcast because we're just like so into who makes the music. <laughs> yeah. And it's a highlight of this episode too. <laughs> it is quite good. Um
0: do we want to do some guest star shout-outs, yes, sorry. Man, Dylan?
2: Guest Star shout outs. Uh Marjorie Moynihan uh, as Freya. Um, she was also nice. considered for T'Pol in uh, Enterprise. Whoa. All right, yeah,
1: that would have been like a
0: badass fighting T'Pol, like totally.
2: Yeah, very cool.
0: Um, I feel like if uh, if you've had one episode of Star Trek, if you've been on one episode of Star Trek, you'll get to be like considered for a main person on a future star trek show right yeah it's like the
1: casting director is like
0: <laughs> you're really good
1: we're not going to cast you in more stuff because we might want to make you a captain or something in the future
2: yeah i'd like to think that's what every extra on Trek, thinks, <laughs> but is not so, actually the case yeah, like, i've
1: only <laughs> done one episode so i'm probably going to be at least a lieutenant
0: captain. commander on a show <laughs>
2: I've got 2 pips. I don't know if you guys saw. I mean, I but I got sorry, two. Sorry Danny,
0: I you've done like 25 episodes so you're probably not going to get it. Not going to happen, man. Sorry, buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean if you're lucky you might get like a recurring character like a Garrick or something. I mean, not a Garrick, yeah. but like you yeah, yeah, Probably more like yeah. a Toric or a Voric.
2: <laughs> if we're going to be real, you're going to turn into a a guy situation from <laughs> uh, Galaxy Quest. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh Jan, uh who's this next person uh, are you fishing it to me because you can't I'm pronounce it because i can't either nope not Christ- at all that's totally exactly what i'm doing <laughs> christopher nimi
1: or niame i think it's nimi. i'm guess it's nimi n-e-a-m-e nimi. and he plays Unfirth, who's just like the annoying dude
2: oh in the, the original guy? poem just, as well just-
1: <laughs> oh, man. he's just a debbie downer of the vikings
2: he's so annoying He's constantly trying to fight people.
1: He played the German Um, general in the World War II episodes of Enterprise, which I don't remember those episodes. That's because they're kind of terrible because they (laughs) probably felt like they wanted to do a holodeck episode, but because they forgot to have them, you know, buy the holodeck technology from the aliens (laughs) and Unexpected, they had to do a
0: terrible (laughs) time warp time oh man i really that feels like all of episodes in, in enterprise where they wanted to do a holodeck episode but they did a prequel to the original series where there wasn't couldn't. a holodeck so they're like well let's just do some weird time travel stuff and throw them back and time. i know like they built they it won't in mess with the time they won't mess with the timeline or anything there's right? a temporal time war that's their excuse for everything but that is the yeah. one that gave
1: us alien nazis you don't remember alien what?
0: nazis what the? Alien f-
1: no, f- aliens Man, go really back in time. I do remember. I do remember aliens. <laughs> and Nazis they're like, now. "We'll yeah. give you Nazis technology as long as you let us do our thing." And the Nazis are like, "Sounds great. Well, we don't care." <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, and we also have uh, Michael Keenan as Rothgar, um, yeah. who was also the genetically engineered dude Patrick um, in DS9. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, is that in the episode where all the like, like? This is All Bashir's homies, yes. Yes. Bashir's freaks. Like, yeah. it, like if yes. you if there was like a freak show, quote unquote, in the olden days, it would be called like Bashir and and his and his freaks. Yeah, they're not freaks. They're they're just like not that. I'm digging myself a hole here. Uh, Bash- anyway,
1: Bashir's of prey.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which one was he? Was he the? Is uh, Just the old the balding dude
1: who like?
2: Oh, the old guy. Yeah.
0: He was the genetically engineered dude, Patrick.
1: Patrick. I just thought it was funny that his name was Patrick. Like most of the time in Star Trek, they try to, even for humans, come up with cool names. But they were like, I don't know. This guy's kind of a Patrick, right? The way we're writing him. (laughs) I will say that Michael Keenan is one of those dudes, based on this episode, that is just born to play king characters. Like he just needs to be a king in everything.
2: Yeah. Casting directors look at him and they're like... They pull out their big uh, scroll that says, like, people who can play kings. And Michael Kean's on on that list. Yeah. The the (laughs)
0: casting director uh, after this, like, looked at him and was like, hey, man. Sorry, you're never going to be a captain. You're more of a king. You're just a king.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You look good in a chair, just not that chair. That chair. That chair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So
0: there's not a lot of stuff that happens outside the holodeck in this episode. A lot of it happens on the holodeck. Mm -hmm. Um so the first half of this uh, podcast is gonna be pretty quick, but let's get into what happens off the holodeck.
1: Well, would you wait, would you then recommend this episode just based on the holodeck stuff? Me too.
2: Yes. I think it's great. A thousand percent. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) it slaps. Um
0: the the one thing the one thing that's weird, and it's not It's not weird. It's just we've had so many shows about Vikings now that we've seen more kind of, I guess, historically accurate versions of what they would have been wearing. And so when we see, like, the Vikings in this, it's like weird opera Vikings where she has, like, the tall helmet and, like, all this stuff where you're like,
2: I know this is probably
0: slightly based off of history, but also it's like it looks dumb.
2: Like, I also <laughs> love that, like, this is getting into the holodeck stuff a little bit, but, like, uh, the Doctor loves, like, opera, too. So, like, this is his first experience yeah. outside of, you know, it's uh, it's great. Um, so what happens is, you know, they're just, like, in space, fucking about, and they find, like, what have They find, like, a...
1: Well, like, Bellana and Janeway are working on a science project together. Class. And yeah. they're, like oh, sweet, photonic stuff. And they're just like beaming it into these little jars and they're like checking him out. I I love this little bit actually because Janeway's a super hands-on captain. Like I I never really thought about that, but she's super hands-on.
2: In these first couple episodes, she's like not, I wouldn't say overacting, but she's like really intense all the time. Like when anything happens, she shows up and is like, what's going on? What can we do? should we do that yeah should we do that all right let's all right let's do it let's go guys like let's do this (laughs) she's
1: like a manager who just got a report that their numbers for the quarter are down and it's like we have one month (laughs) to get these numbers up or i don't want to freak anybody out but there might be some changes (laughs) but her version of
0: that is we need to get out of the delta quadrant (laughs) yeah so this is this is a uh, this is her her like Picard moment, kind of where like Picard's geeking out over something like, yeah, she's yeah. like, I'm kind of excited about this science project. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Belana's like, I don't understand why it's not working. She's like, Did you
1: check the? It's probably the phase converter. she's like, fixes <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's what it was. Th- this, uh, this yeah. This, yeah.
2: This episode also uh, heavily When I first said I got some vibes with Blana And Janeway It's because these first two seasons They like totally hit it off They're like like On the same wavelengths And then it kind of like dissipates After season two And, and, and the, the rest of it But these first couple seasons They're like They are jiving Especially with the space yeah, stuff I,
1: There's a I I know that I don't think this was the intention of the actors. I think they were just showing like, yeah, respect and stuff. But there's several moments like there's Janeway, like leaves her hand on Valana's shoulder. Like it lingers for a second. Uh, Valana's like kind of like, I don't want to say I fucks, but she like checks out Janeway while she's like, (laughs) yeah. Which, of course, I'm sure has inspired that Instagram account. Yes. Bolana and Janeway in the morning, but Which yeah,
2: we've already shouted out once before, and if you haven't... I say
1: shout it out as, it. as much as... Yeah, good totally. It's yeah. so
2: good. Yeah. so good.
1: Um, anyway, so they're yeah. beaming these little life forms. I mean, excuse me, not life forms, maybe. Uh, yeah, space those, yeah we find
0: out they're life forms. It's fucking space obviously. For <laughs> but then uh during the science project... um, they were like, okay, well, let's get Harry Kim to, to work on something for this. Classic. like, And then they're like, hey, uh, let Harry Kim know that he's got to be working on this stuff or see if he wants to come. like, And then Delano's like, well, he's, you're going to have to convince him because he's, he's, he's off duty right now, and he's, you're going to have to convince him to come back on duty. And I think, was it Tuvok that basically was like, Harry Kim's not on the ship? <laughs> yeah. uh, the ship's saying he's not on the ship.
1: He so doesn't want to do this, <laughs> and the reaction Janeway has is just like, "What the? We just need somebody to work on this."
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't care who, yeah. who it is. Somebody, please. Uh, um, and so, also, like- it's
1: total bullshit, by the way, that they're like, "If you can convince him to," it's like, "Well, it is literally his time off." Like, yeah, yeah, nobody wants to work <laughs>
2: yeah. on their
1: off hours. Don't <laughs> I'm sure there's another much- ensign. <laughs>
2: Don't judge how much holodeck totally. time Harry's taking. Don't be judgy. That was Blonda too, wasn't it? Blonda was like, well, if you can get yeah. him out of the fucking holodeck, it's Jesus. Yep. Classic. <laughs> uh Classic so they war.
0: find out he's not on the ship and they're like, Okay, well, let's go check out the holodeck and see what's going on there. They trek to the holodeck. They trek to the <laughs> holodeck. And then we get to see we get to see uh Tuvok doing the multi finger uh button input. <laughs> I noticed uh, how intense it was. It was yeah, so right?
1: intense, <laughs> his hands. Like, Tim Russ, you know, is like, I'm going to get this right. I'm going to, like, yep. I'm yep. going to create the standard for how people should use those screens. For some reason, um,
2: when you just said they trekked to the holodeck, it created a new mental image in my head of them vigorously, like, walking <laughs> through the halls to the holodeck. Like... <laughs> Or, where
1: are those guys it's going? Warfing it. Uh, they're totally going to the holodeck. Oh, yeah, they're warfing from... Uh, yeah, yeah. Warfing <laughs> from... from- uh, to just <laughs>
2: What are they doing? Oh, they're <laughs> trekking <laughs> to <into> the holodeck. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take a trek to the holodeck? And they just like, yeah, go super fast. That's right. And anyway. so they
0: decide they have to go into the holodeck to see if Harry's in there. I think Surprise. because
1: this, this episode not. is... Yeah, he's not in there. It's so intertwined with the holodeck that should we just say what happens? We won't go into I,
0: too much detail because we can go into more detail uh, after uh, the, the break. But um, they basically, yeah, they go into the holodeck, can't find Kim. And they ended up getting, I think, sucked in to yeah. whatever this energy field thing is they as get well, which a, we find out a, is Grendel.
2: Yeah. yeah, they get kidnapped by Grendel, essentially.
0: And uh, they figure out that
1: the only way to safely do- work in the holodeck is to send in the Doctor
0: Cause he's Cause not he's, real. <laughs> yeah, he's not organic. He's photonic. And they, they they figure out that what is happening basically is whatever Grendel is is turning uh the organic matter, which would be Kim and Chakotay and Tuvok into photonic matter. Um and so they're like, Well, the doctor's already photonic, so we can just send him in there and
2: Yeah. We can't
0: get hurt, right? And it's really cute. It's his first away mission.
2: Yeah, he and doesn't have
0: so his nervous. mobile emitter yet, so yeah. he's yeah. just like, yeah.
1: They had to like so reprogram the holodeck too. to take him. Yeah, he is nervous.
2: And I actually really love what they set up with Kes and the Doctor in the first season, and then Kes kind of just becomes this like floating enigma of a character. But like what they set up with like her trying to like help the Doctor like find his quote unquote humanity. Their little conversation about like you're nervous, aren't you? And he's like. I can do everything here. Like I, uh, I can do anything. But for some reason, I'm very nervous about like going into the holodeck, and it's just a really sweet moment. She's totally.
1: They never figured out what to do with Kes, and this is maybe the closest they got to figuring out what to do with her. And it's like making her a a two year old who is wiser (laughs) than everybody else.
0: But they also like the the the. Alien species that they she is like they are they they are they nine basically kneecapped themselves in the writing <laughs> of this because she doesn't live long like she lives like what four years I can't yeah. remember exactly what it is but
2: they were like uh so this ship is lost in space and it's going to take maybe 80 years for them to get home let's yeah. put a character that only lives for nine years Tops. on the show yeah. <laughs>
0: So, like, I mean, they already made, yeah, it was already. How do you deal with this? Although they could have done a way better job with her.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. Uh, uh, I think I loved a little bit when they're, when, so the doctor, you know, goes in one time and then he gets, gets damaged. His arm
2: chopped off. And
1: Quick Paris chance. is like, he really, I feel like he like lackadaisically transferred him. They're like, get him out of there. And Paris is like, oh, uh, right. Um,
2: how do I? Just...
1: <laughs> like, I just, he, right yeah. before they cut to him, you see him like put a sandwich down. <laughs> like, what, what's going on? Why did it take he, so like, long? He puts get... a sandwich
2: down and then like takes a sip of a beer to like wash it down. He's right. Like, He's like, <laughs> yeah, hold on, uh, on one second, a... <clears throat> <time. laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. But we, yeah.
0: So his arm's missing. So it's like, apparently, it's not safe to send the doctor in there. Yeah, yeah. It, it ups the stakes a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and eventually, they yeah. figure out that the, the
1: <laughs> they do a little bit more research into things that they beamed on board, and they're like, oh, "Ugh, <laughs> it's got synaptic patterns," and everybody's kind of like not thinking about it, and then it escapes, and it's like, uh, is it is it trying to is it being intelligent? How intelligent in is it?" Form. Yeah, uh, fuck.
2: I love guys. They... We
1: almost got away with exploiting these for their power <laughs> and energy. <laughs> But somebody had to find a synaptic pattern. Yeah. <laughs> it's I love a that life they're right. they're
2: constantly <laughs> bringing life forms on board. Um, in the an episode of Voyager that I just watched, Seven of Nine says to Janeway like, "You guys are so fucking stupid. Like, why do you go to these planets and put yourself in danger and put other people in danger if you're just trying to get home?" And Janeway's like, "That's exploration. That's how we learn." And she's and Seven of Nine is like. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, you guys aren't doing the research. Like, you are not doing the research before you go down to these planets. It's insane.
1: <laughs> yeah. Seven is like bringing Borg logic to the table. She's like, well, you know, just fucking assimilate one. Uh, if it has good shit, then just take over their entire species. Problem That's
2: solved.
0: Otherwise, just fly fly past just it. Don't it doesn't talk matter. to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah so they find out it's a life form and they're like oh and then Janeway has her like I'm uh I, I'm just shooting from the hip moment where she's oh like my God. yeah well if if someone would have kidnapped one of my crew I would have retaliated basically would have saying murdered like, everyone someone would have taken somebody from my crew I would have kidnapped someone from their crew yeah. very easily yeah so like, is that really much- what you would
2: have done Janeway Yes. Yeah, I love how much she yes. holds on to like the the Starfleet like codes. But when it comes down to it, she's just like ah, I'm going to shoot from the hip. I'm going to kidnap people. I'm going to do yeah. whatever it takes and then come back and be like, "We got to follow the codes, guys. We got to follow the codes." Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, "I'm getting mixed messages. I think do as I say, don't do as I do." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um and so they they figure out that oh, these are life forms of a bigger life form and yeah, we should probably give back the one we have, as like a sign of goodwill, and they'll give back the crew members that we have. So they put it in a in a little containment thing, and the doctor brings it back onto the holodeck, um, and he ends saves up giving it day. back to them. Saves yeah. the day. Uh, yeah.
2: And then we're back outside, and there's like a nice, a nice moment well, with the doctor.
0: A
1: denouement. It yeah. is nice yeah. when they take the time to do this because we were just talking, I think, a couple weeks ago about how s- these episodes end very suddenly sometimes. But this one yeah. they had a little bit of mo- a moment where Janeway is like, isn't being an explorer neat? Isn't yeah.
2: it
0: amazing? Isn't it and fucking it just, dope?
2: It foreshadows his, like, explorations in just the holodeck where she's like, I don't but think this, this will be your okay, so- only adventure. And he's like, oh, <laughs> oh no.
0: And this, is, th- this moment... uh, to me, was like – so the, she goes like, uh, I'd like to put your r- name in the records, and I heard you chose a name. And he's like, well, it was Schweitzer, but I have decided not to take that name <laughs> because the last time somebody spoke that name to me, I'd rather not remember it. And I'm like, whoa, doctor, like he- – Humans don't just go and do that. Like you don't just yeah. come on, dude.
2: Like this is part of <laughs> this is part of the whole thing of being human. It's like you don't just get to like yeah. delete things that make you sad or afraid. Like you're like, not, that'd be that'd be that would be like one, somebody being like,
1: sad. "Hey, Yan, like actually don't call me Jan anymore." Um last time somebody called me that was at a Wendy's and yeah <laughs> kind of got
0: my order wrong. Then- <laughs> Yeah, you I just, legally don't wanna, changed I just don't want to change your name wa- because somebody got your order
2: on. <laughs> yeah, I just endings. don't want to
1: think about it anymore. I just don't want to remember it.
2: <laughs> they called me yarn. They wrote yarn. They wrote <laughs> yarn. <Ugh. laughs>
0: and they probably did it on purpose. It yeah. Really hurt my feelings.
2: I was yeah. harboring a lot of emotions until I legally changed my name to get get away from that. Okay. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Anyways, do we want to uh take this time? To go look into the Starfleet records. And well, we should do a little see. trivia. I
1: think this is usually when we do a little bit of trivia. But oh yeah, of... no, let's do trivia. There is some I'm good not, trivia totally. here. And then we'll get yeah. deep into the episode. Let's uh, do the the trivia. Ed- my yeah, bad. no, all good. Uh, this episode's music was nominated for an Emmy Award, Outstanding Individual Achievement in Music Composition for a Series, and as in cinematography too, Outstanding Whoa. Individual Achievement in Cinematography for Martin V. Rush.
2: Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting.
0: This piece st- of trivia, this next piece of trivia, blows my mind. Yeah, nobody what? knew Beowulf. Nobody that Shankar pitched this to knew Beowulf. Can I can like believe if writers- he was pitching this to writers. <laughs> if he was pitching this to writers and they don't know Beowulf, the first piece of literature written down in English. <laughs> I mean, I know the English that it's written in is it like is, yeah. basically a foreign language to it's us, middle but English,
2: still. Yeah. Like, I'm, wondering come if they, on. I'm wondering if they didn't know Beowulf or like they'd heard of Beowulf. They just like didn't read, like didn't know the story.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, like... I only listen. Uh, yeah, I only read like <laughs> 1200s
0: onwards. Literature. I only
2: re- read That's YA like... novels. Sorry. I yeah. didn't get to that one.
0: I only read Tolstoy. That's it. I just read
1: Tolstoy. <laughs> Like, I think it's cool that an Indian-American dude who is an engineering major at Cornell knew Beowulf and an entire writer's room did not.
3: (laughs) I think it's
2: a fact. Robert Picardo described this episode as Alice in Wonderland with a bald, middle-aged, cranky, arrogant Alice. (laughs) Robert Picardo's a fucking gem, dude. So true. He's, He's just delightful. I know.
1: I love how completely aware of his character he is. I and mean, he <laughs> oh. shaped it so much. It's great. He
2: killed it. Uh, they made this
1: f- forest set. Oh, sorry. I stepped on your. No, go for it. They constructed this forest set for
0: this episode. Man, It's That's a pretty it amazing. Great. Especially when we know that they
2: reuse a lot of sets. Oh, for all Star the time. Yeah.
0: One for time and one for cost.
2: And yeah. this
0: probably cost a lot of money to build.
2: Well, they probably built it knowing that they'd do some more like foresty shit, you know. Yeah, they probably yeah. built it and were like, "Oh, we can definitely reuse all of this in other places." Ronald
0: B. Moore, our girlfriend, Ronald B. Moore. Ronald B. Called the Grendel monster. He designed <laughs> the Fettuccine monster. Totally is.
2: It is. A is it really the comedian? Monster?
0: No. Well, is that no, that's remember a joke? In in
1: the in Emergence. Yeah, not an not emergence. Excuse me, the outrageous Ocona. You know how on yeah. the panel it named the comedian Ronald B. Moore because that's yeah. the graphic designer.
2: Oh,
0: right.
1: So I just I found it to be a really fun coincidence that there was trivia about him two weeks in a row. <laughs>
2: that's incredible. That's
1: amazing.
2: The Fettuccini Monster. The Fettuccini
1: Monster. <laughs> yeah, we should call it. We should call it that.
0: For the, rest now of the on. episode. Yeah, the not Fettuccini Monster.
2: The uh, that's awesome
0: quick little fun fact this is the first time the doctor is at a sick bay we mentioned it but yeah it's the first time that he gets to venture outside of the little tiny it's not four walls because there's a lot more walls in the sick bay but the four walls of the sick bay
2: yeah yeah It's exciting <clears throat> and i guess it's the first time that we confirm that holodeck characters are hollow is that really yeah, what, 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 is that true yeah what's that well, like you know the- how
1: when his arm is gone, yeah, the doctor's arm yeah. is oh. removed? <laughs> it's like empty on the inside. They're like chocolate rabbits. They're like Easter rabbits.
2: That's horrifying <laughs> when I think about that. It's like really, really terrifying. Like, I guess I never, uh. you never think about it until you chop off a yeah. hollow, holodeck person's arm and then you just could like see, see. oh, that's weird.
1: Oh, that's gross, so gross! It, yeah, th- I think like that would be the way somebody would make fun of somebody for like being in love with a holiday character. It's like you know she's like empty, right? Or he, <laughs> or he, or they, or it. You know, whatever empty. people want to get into in there. It's great.
2: Uh, I like. To, um, I would like to think that the doctor would do that sometimes to freak people out. Like that's his skin flap, like like Data's skin flap. <laughs> I was he about to like... say
0: it's Data's skin flap.
2: <laughs> he he could just like just, unwrap like... some of his skin and be like, hey, check it out. It's hollow in there.
1: If he were more <laughs> of like a dad, like, oh. like if the doctor were a total dad joker, yeah. Yeah. like somebody comes in and he has like half of himself like disappeared. <laughs> so you're like talking to him. He's like, let me go get my hypo spray." And he turns around and it's just like half of him is missing. It's like, Oh, sorry. I forgot that I was only half. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: God.
2: oh That's so funny. All right.
0: <clears throat> All right. Now let's go check out. Let's get into Some there. of the, some of the Starfleet records. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Accessing Starfleet Archives USS Voyager Mess Hall Simulating You may now enter the holodeck.
0: Oh, hi Lopec. Oh, oh god. Hello, Tom. Are are you alright? Yeah, you know how um Jacote and was it I think it was Tuvok and Harry Kim got lost in the uh in that crazy like holodeck accident thing that happened.
1: Oh, yeah, yes. Their energy was transferred into a photonic type.
0: Yeah. That
1: was... Oh,
0: man, I, I hate this. This, God. What? Harry Kim stole my holodeck program. Like, he didn't steal it. Honestly, he asked if he could use it, and I said yes, but I've been building this Beowulf program for so long, and uh. then I should have been the one that got sucked into that energy thing. And everyone should have been talking about how Tom Space was taken over. Uh, and, and Tom Space's uh, Beowulf program was, you know. Well Tom, I
2: Hey guys, what's for, up? First How are you doing? Oh, sorry, oh, I didn't mean to Hello interrupt. Pert. Hey. It's actually uh Schweitzer. Now I, I don't I legally changed my name to Schweitzer. So
1: Oh. Yeah. Um don't, Hello, Pert Schweitzer.
2: No 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 Wait, no 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 no. It's pert. just it's just Schweitzer. Wait, pert. Yeah, hold on. Yeah.
0: So you're telling me that you Change your name to Schweitzer
2: Uh, yeah yeah yeah
0: like when the doctor said his name was going to be Schweitzer
2: yeah but then he said he he he, then he said he wasn't going to use it so I thought hey that's a great name so it's not like Pert Schweitzer or like Schweitzer Lewis it's just Schweitzer I mean or you could go with like Lord Schweitzer because I think that's pretty cool too
1: I believe legally to have your name changed in Starfleet records, you'll have to contact Starfleet Command. I did, I did. Well, that will take 75 years for the signal to reach Starfleet Command and then come back to us.
2: That's true, Uh, but I sent it off. Like, I sent it into um, the space void, so now it's official for me. You know, who knows... Who knows if we're even getting home, right, guys? So, like, uh, and we'll get home, I think.
1: Tom was just explaining, Schweitzer, to catch you up, uh-huh. that apparently he believes he owns the rights to Beowulf, which I believe is a pug- public domain mm-hmm. work of literature, uh, and that he is oh, no, frustrated. I'm okay, I you wasn't saying I own the Beowulf. rights
3: to
0: I wasn't saying I own the rights. I was... <sighs> I was saying that I created this Beowulf program that Harry Kim then decided, asked me if he could use. And I said, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but now he's getting all the credit for the Beowulf program uh-huh. and getting sucked into the weird, uh, like, thing. alien
2: thing. Did you want
0: to
1: well, get sucked it? Kim into could things? have died.
2: Yeah. It's not cool. It's not, like, a cool thing to get sucked into an alien ether.
1: As did Chakotay and... Tuvok. I mean, this yeah, is but- the first time that Tuvok was in a holodeck program where he couldn't just delete the things that he was afraid of.
2: <laughs> what do you mean? What? Just delete? Oh. What do you mean?
1: Oh, you may not know this about Tuvok. Uh, he and I, for a while, were trying to create a friendship. Of course, that is unlikely because I have determined that Tuvok is no fun to play with. On the holodeck, he simply deletes the things that bother him or annoy him. It's impossible That's, to get through a program.
2: He just deletes it. it.
1: Yes, he just says delete character or delete vase. Sometimes one time we were just going we were going through an ancient China from earth history program and he kept deleting vases because he found them to be <laughs> and I quote, unappealing.
0: He's scared of vases? Faces. That sounds kind of like that sounds kind of like classic Tuvok though. It's
1: it's extremely Tuvok. That is and, true. For that reason, I refuse to do any holodeck programs with him any longer.
2: I mean, it's hard to get him in the, hol- the holodeck in general. So I'm actually impressed that you even got him in one, you know? Well,
1: let me tell you, the, f- the first time I was on the program and I was waiting for him, he came in and I was just sleeping, napping uh, uh-huh. behind a tree. And he woke me up when he entered, so I turned around, I got around the tree, and I said, "Hello, Tuvok," and he panicked and said, "Delete character." <laughs> he thought I—that is how scared he, thought, he was.
2: He thought you were a character, man. Yes. <laughs> you should tell him. That's, you should tell him, you know, you can't delete things in the real world. You know. Like- I, I.
1: Yeah, I explained that to him, and he is our chief of security. Think about how scary that is. A man who is yeah. so nervous.
3: He's, he faces. claimed that
1: he feels no fear.
2: Jesus. That's nuts. All right, I'm going to go get some more mac and cheese. You guys want anything? Okay, sh- yeah, per, uh, I mean, uh, per, that'd Schweitzer. Be great. Schweitzer, uh, well, Schweitzer. Schweitzer. Out. Schweitzer out. Schweitzer out. That's what I'm going to do from now on. Schweitzer out.
0: Hey, Lopez? Yes. Isn't Schweitzer a really dumb name?
1: Yes, unless you're referring to Albert Schweitzer, the mid-20th century Earth philosopher-scientist. But yes, otherwise it is a very dumb name.
0: Well, no, for anyone else,
1: it's a really dumb name.
0: (laughs) Extremely dumb. All right. All of this episode basically takes place on the holodeck.
2: Let's talk Uh, about the holodeck.
0: Let's talk about some stuff we liked on the holodeck, and then we'll get into rating it, yeah?
2: Oh, my God. Uh, This episode's great.
0: It's so yeah. packed. It's so much of it is on the holodeck. One of the things I found er, 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 cool or interesting um, was when Chakotay and Tuvok first step onto the holodeck. We have like the spear throw, and then mm-hmm. um, what's her name? Freya right. comes up and like says her whole lines and stuff like that. And it kind of goes through the whole process. And then they go and they she decides that, oh, you must be friends of Beowulf. And then they head it into the hall and she like, these are these people and they're friends of Beowulf, like greet them well or whatever. And then yeah. when, um, the doctor first comes onto the holodeck, it basically is like replaying the episode yeah. because she like throws the spear, like h- halt and all that stuff. And then like brings him to the, and then introduces him the same way into the hall. Yeah. And there's like little minor differences, but it's, it, I don't know. It's cool. Cause it's like showing that the, it starts from a certain place, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, like a like video, a video game, game, and you're like yeah. loading into the last checkpoint. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: yeah. That's yeah. Mm. that moment. Yeah, I great. really I, like that too. I also love that when they reveal when he like when she's like, "What is your name?" and he like is so fucking psyched. I remember watching this for the first time and being like, "Oh man, like what? What is it? What, what's his name?" This is so exciting. He's gonna get to reveal it in this epic moment, and then he says Schweitzer and i i was like what the fuck schweitzer what?
0: we did forget to talk about that moment outside of the holodeck with kess uh, where the doctor's nervous we talked a little bit about it but then just, the kess was like you know what would probably help you uh, oh, yeah. get more into this uh Pick character a as a starfleet officer is picking a name yeah and so then yeah we have this moment where we Schweizer. get to hear his
2: i couldn't tell i couldn't tell if it was supposed to be comedic or not because he gets so like excited about it, you yeah. Know, I like, think it's comedic. I think okay.
1: You know, he's a holo program, and he's like, "Well, what are some great heroes of medicine or philosophy?" Classic whatever. doctor move yes. right
2: here.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, Albert Schweitzer. Albert Schweitzer. Uh, Albert Schweitzer. <laughs> and I love that Freya's like Schweitzer, a hero's name, <laughs> completely like straight face, and I Again, love it.
0: This is a holodeck uh, program. Yeah, they're gonna take like. The doctor could have said, "My name's Buttface," and she would have yeah, been like, like <laughs> "Buttface. A hero's, a hero's name." name. <laughs> Lord Buttface?
1: <laughs> buttface. I know I do not recognize this name. There are no songs of your achievements, <laughs> Buttface.
0: <laughs> it's like It's the next evolution of the video game where you put your name in and they yeah. like in the text, it just it's
2: like inputs it in They're like an, an <laughs> RPG. That, that's a it, <laughs> It's so yeah i just played this holodeck
1: holo novel for like 30 episodes and my name was like <laughs> smelly crotch
2: what are you doing people just called you that my name was you, dick farts my yeah. name was dick
1: farts the whole time and and just everybody was me, dick, me dick, dick farts i played the pre- i became president of the united states of america and i was president dick farts
2: <laughs>
0: Uh you know you know Paris is doing that 100%. all the time. Oh,
2: absolutely. And Harry gets kinda mad, like if they're doing one together and he's like, What yep. is your name, fair hero? And Tom Bears is like Dick Face. And Harry's like, Stop it, man. Like we're trying to like we're trying to do this.
0: Harry Kim's the one that plays through all of his games with the name Harry Kim. Harry yeah. Kim. <laughs> He doesn't come up with any other names. He's just Harry Kim, <laughs> whatever his middle name is. Like it's like Harry F Kim. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man! So when he uh, meet first meets her, and she's he, she's like, "So you've heard of me?" Because like he knows he read up on the story and knows everything, um, and he's like, "Yeah, of course I, uh, I've you were very famous." and then she starts like filling in the blanks of like all of her sweet battles and like how many people she's killed and he's kind of cluelessly bumbling around which is like Robert Picardo's like just perfect for that role always just not fitting into wherever he is
0: totally and being <laughs> like not fitting in but then also being like i don't want to say superior but that 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 holding himself in that sense of superiority yeah. and like being when They like asked him to tell a story of his like exploits or whatever, and he's just like, oh, I don't have any. Um, and they're like, Anything, just tell us. And he's like, Well, there was yeah. this
2: one time, yeah, <laughs> And he's Where just I like, fucking outbreak
0: chopping on a leg of lamb, okay. too.
2: <laughs> I have a question about this. I was, I, I yeah. think,
0: I, I think because I was about to ask the same question
2: because he takes a bite and is like kind of fake chewing, and he's like, mm, 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 mm This is pretty good, and then he's like, Eating this like huge like turkey leg but in the episode the tuvok bangs episode uh yeah he he's never tasted anything before so does that imply that he can taste things on the holodeck or did they just i think he's playing a role
0: i think he's playing the role because i had the same question when i was watching it i was like
2: uh but he said he's
0: never tasted anything before so maybe i'm just gonna retcon it all to say he's just playing the part
2: I don't think he's playing. Yeah, that part. I mean,
0: he's he's still solid, right?
1: He's choosing to be solid in this moment because Janeway yeah. said, like, you can be solid or you can be tra- uh, not solid. So he's choosing to be solid. He's chewing it. He's doing all those things, but he himself, as a photonic being, doesn't have taste buds like we do. No, so I guess yeah, I he just he, seemed, which like I think it is why so he's so
2: tasty. Like he <laughs> yeah. was so well, into it, and then at the end, he's like, "Come with me." He's he's like he's snagging more bites. Like he's like, come on! He's like, yeah, hold that's on. true. He's like this is so. <laughs> well, okay. Dylan's got a point. <laughs> well, I and I'm gonna go ahead and say it's
1: just because, as we know, the doctor is always playing a role, All right. and he loves All right. playing roles, and that's All what right. he's doing true. here. He's, he's can, this is where so he gets the bug.
2: the The first time that he comes in, does he fight the dude who just wants to fucking kill everyone, or is that yes. the second time? He. It's the first time. No, it's the first, first time. Yeah, yeah okay. because
0: I remember. I remember it's the first time because I was like, "Oh, they're just replaying the same like yeah. the same beats." That, that guy's uh, so annoying. The same beats that Chakotay and Tuvok had, and then right because when Chakotay point, and Tuvok are there, they're like, "Yeah, maybe we don't have well, to fight."
2: Hold on, we gotta
0: fight. <laughs> we don't gotta fight. You guys, love, can keep, by the way- you guys can keep watch. You look like capable warriors. <laughs> We're all gonna go to bed, which is the first mistake of the uh, of of that king he should not have just entrusted his whole watch to two random people. <laughs> Who um, refused to
1: do anything, Yeah. by the way. Like, Tuvok is like, so most likely, by the way, the safeties are off. And is like, noted. Oh, um, there's a being behind this door. And they're like both holding their tricorders up. Like, guys, you have phasers.
0: You yeah. should at least Hold have out. the phasers up. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so this first time is when he fights him and we get some sword fighting action and the doctor uh, Killer is fucking blocking this. He's doing some blocks. Like, Yeah, he is. He's doing good. And then he gets to the point, and this is what I like to call his Indiana Jones moment, where he's just uh, like, yeah. fuck this. I'm done with this whole fight. <laughs> he puts the sword down. He's like, I'm not solid anymore. You can't hurt me.
2: Like, Yeah, <laughs> and the guy swings right through him and then like hits his sword on the ground and is like, oh. And then Picardo says, like, the wh- my favorite line in the whole thing. He leans down and is like, you might want to put some ice on that. It'll help with the swelling. <laughs> <laughs> <then you're> like, <laughs> that's my second is-
0: favorite line in this whole thing. My favorite line comes later.
2: <laughs> oh, man. It's such a good action line. And it's sincere, too. It is. I think that's why it's so funny. Is like he's legitimately It took like, me a second.
0: It took me a second to go, like, why is his hand hurting? And then I was like, oh, it's the vibrations. He should have just been wearing a batting glove. If he was wearing a batting glove, he'd be fine.
2: It's not batting taking me the though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not better than taking me I'm not going to say that much.
1: I like how the holodeck always just takes what the characters say and try to make it make sense yeah. for the story. Like, there's one mm-hmm. point where Chakotay and Tuvok are like, we actually just want to examine Grendel. We don't want to fight it. And they're like, Grendel may not wish to be examined without a fight. And <laughs> <laughs> they're always just like.
2: Trying to weave it back into the story. Like, yeah. We
1: need you to fight Grendel. That's what you got to do. You just got to fight.
0: Like, it's like, like the uh, like Picard when he was like. I, this is too. I just want it to be more it's chill. Too violent, yeah. It's yeah, to too violent. Out. It's like, nope, nope. I'm
1: <laughs> nope. bringing in a
2: gun. I'm, yeah,
0: that's how this thing works.
1: <laughs> that's just kind of the parameters of the story.
2: There's yeah. this moment that I I think is the funniest moment in the whole thing, and the humor aged really well. Is when he uh the king gets the doctor to come with him. He's like, "Come, come with me," and he says like. Uh, do you want some mead? And like a guy immediately shows up with some mead, and the doctor's like, no. And then the king just is like, get that shit out of here and like slaps him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like,
1: <laughs>
2: and the servant's yeah, like, oh, Rockstar oh, legit.
3: Shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, again, like Michael Keenan, designed, made it to play kings. Totally. He, that fucking beard, I know is not his, but it fucking yeah. rules. It's it a totally so
0: does. giant beard. <laughs> God,
1: he's That's just like cantankerous.
0: Here. Yeah. So this is a uh, moment when, uh, uh, I think, uh, yeah, this is the moment when he's like, we, we come back from commercial and we hear Freya talking and it's the shot on the doctor and she's like, hey, you know, you're still up, making sure you're <laughs> staying warm. And he's like, oh, thank you. Yeah, I was assuming everybody was asleep already. She's like, you know, you have to stay warm the night before a battle. He's like, "Well, I think the fire you gave me uh, will do the trick." And she's like, "No, douchebag! I'm not talking about a fire."
2: Like,
1: and she she says she says a weird line to me, there's- which is, "You know where my you know where I sleep?"
2: I was like, well, "Actually,
1: I don't know. Have you indicated that in the story?"
2: <laughs> and then she says, yeah. "Like, there's more heat." She says, "What did the- she say?" Like, uh, "Fire is not
1: the-, the only heat."
2: Yeah, yeah. So she's, she's not the like, only one. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Lord Schweitzer.
2: Lord uh, Schweitzer.
0: Uh, God. Oh every man. time somebody says his name, I'm like, God, it's such a dumb name. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Lord Great Schweitzer. fucking work.
2: It is. It is nice to uh, see him experience any sort of, like, romantic entanglement for the yeah. first time, especially with this scene. Totally. It like, it's classic. It's, it's, like, hey, what's
0: up? So then she walks away, and the doctor's like, um... Not gonna do this. Uh instead I'm gonna do what I came here to do. The fire's fine. Um, yeah. And uh, we get another moment like Chicote and Tuvok, uh, where the door is starts shining, uh, okay. and then it opens up and we see the fettuccine monster. Uh <laughs> flapping its flapping its fettuccine around. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and it touches the doctor, and this is the moment when uh, Tom Paris has to put down his sandwich and beer and bring <laughs> yeah. the doctor
2: out. Because he gets his fucking arm cut off, like Luke's status, yeah. and then he looks up and is like, oh, I'm hollow. He, like, looks inside of himself, like, oh, fuck, like, cut my arm off. Uh, cut to commercial. And bah, bah, bah. Cut to
0: commercial. Then we have some stuff off the holodeck, which we've kind of already talked about. And then we're back on the holodeck, and he's got the little foot little tiny fettuccine monster inside a little, uh, a little spaghetti jar. can. Yeah. 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 <laughs> spaghetti jar. Uh, and this time he's like, yeah, no, no, I know how the beginning of this checkpoint works. And so he's like, Freya, Freya. And he's like Freya. running around in the woods. He's like, yeah. Freya, don't throw a spear at me.
1: <laughs> but it turns out that the, the program was still running, or I guess he passed the checkpoint. Yeah. Cause she's like, you've returned. We thought yeah. you were dead. And fucking Unferth comes in. He's like, he's a sorcerer. There's no other (laughs) explanation. (laughs) What is that fucking thing? He's working
0: with (laughs) Grendel. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so some stuff goes on with Unferth. And then Unferth, this is the classic, like, I'm going to shoot you moment. And he pulls a dagger out and goes to stab the doctor. And Freya jumps in front of it, gets stabbed. Stabbed. um,
2: And then they have the classic moment.
0: Yeah. The doctor who's never okay. had any love in his life. Ever. It's like,
2: no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will avenge uh, you. It's like a sedge. They got like his Wendy's
0: order wrong. <laughs> and this <laughs> this moment to me, I was like, God, you're so inept, doctor. Because he goes bad. to her. I don't know what it was about how they shot this. But he goes to her and like picks her up. And then we see Unferth like scrambling in the background and picking up yeah, the yeah. thing and running away. He's like, after, uh, excuse,
1: uh, excuse me, I'm just going to grab this jar. I'm just going to grab the jar. You guys can
0: just do your thing. I'm just going to keep grabbing this jar. <laughs> after Unferth said, after this whole thing where the doctor's like, I'm not working with Grendel. I just need to get this talisman to the great Ooh. hall. And that was like, Umforth was like, that's the only thing I need to hear to know that this talisman should never reach the great hall. And then he grabs the talisman <laughs> takes and takes it. it to the great hall.
2: It's like, like buddy, um, first does the job story. for yeah. it. He's fucking crazy. And then they have their like really emotional, his first time losing somebody ever that he's ever yep. had any emotional attachment to. And essentially does the like, you know, I will fucking avenge you, and gets the like oh, fire in his eyes, yeah, and goes she just has, like she
0: has. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut
2: you off. Uh, Go ahead. Oh no, no, no! He just goes, he just fucking bolts it for the great hall, <clears throat> kicks the fucking. And she door has in. this
0: line right before she dies. She has <laughs> this line right before she dies, where she's like, I can't remember exactly what it was exactly, but she's like, I will die happy with your name on my lips. Oh. Lord Schweitzer, Lord and I'm Schweitzer. like, oh God, it's such a bad name. It <laughs> just <laughs> wiggled so its
2: way back into that nice moment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I will remember this. I will remember what is it? What's the line again?
2: I will die what? with the your name will, on my lips. I will, lips. will
1: die with your name on my lips. Dick fart.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will
0: die with this name on my lips. Butt face.
2: face. <laughs> Uh,
0: i do like the contrast because the first time he
1: he picks up the sword it like he does the comic like it just is too heavy for him and drops it
0: but this time he just fucking picks up the sword totally boss It's ready to get in there and this is the moment where we have my favorite line of the whole episode i think it's my favorite line
1: as
3: well
2: wait can i say one line before we get to really good line because yeah. the crazy man says, Stop him, my lord, he's a madman. he like looks at him like, oh, he's a madman and really plays it up. And uh, sorry. And nobody onto the best line.
0: Nobody's stopping him. Nobody's doing anything. Because they're like, they're like Unferth, they, just I think they all know relax. like Unferth. Chill, dude. Just just chill chill. The fuck out. Um, <laughs> yeah, he has my favorite line of the of the episode. And for it's like, please don't kill me. He's like, the only reason that you're not going to die is because I've taken an oath to do no harm.
2: It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Lord Schweitzer.
1: <Dr>. I wish <laughs> Schweitzer. <laughs> I wish he said, I wish that became his tagline that he right? would say all the time. Uh, like, am I going to be okay? I took an oath to do no harm. I, I mean, and technically, I don't think the holodeck program did take an oath. <laughs>
2: If I if if I was in the the writers room of Voyager, every single week I would pitch an episode where the doctor essentially becomes like the terminator and kills like a lot of people <laughs> and says that every time. Like there's somebody's on the ground and he's got the gun pointed at him and it's like because I took an oath not to harm <laughs> and just like blows. He head off.
0: like wait, you you killed him though. The only reason you're going to die <laughs> is cuz I took an oath to do no harm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
0: so he takes the talisman and, and uh grendel comes back and he opens it up and the, a little tiny baby goes flying out spaghetti and then, baby uh yeah and then we cut to the bridge and they're like I, d- 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 everybody d- it's gone I, the thing opened <laughs> back up and the doctor's like don't worry we have everybody and Mission then we accomplished get to, and then we get yeah. to see harry kim for the first time in this episode <laughs> man Harry Kim gets deleted from an episode again. We think it's going to be a Harry Kim episode because it's his holodeck program. <laughs> nope.
2: And then he says something kind of weird where he's like, he turns to the camera and is like, before we do anything else, where was I? And it's kind of like <laughs> cartoonish, like, where, yeah. where was I?
1: <laughs> I also love that he's apparently Garrett Wong or Wang. Uh, I need to figure it out. Or what he prefers uh, was he complains about this episode a lot because they decked him out in this Beowulf armor and like chainmail and shit, and they have just barely use a shot of
0: him. He's, in and like he's just like, one Good, shot. "Good job, Doctor. What happened?" Oh God. <laughs> da, 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 da. You know what we should do, and we've already, oh, God, we've already done Bright of Chaotica, but for like a a, a stretch. Uh, goal of ours uh, is we should do an episode where Tom Paris and Harry Kim are in uh, a holodeck and try to get Robert Duncan McNeil and Garrett Wang on the show. <laughs>
2: yes, <laughs> and we would just be yeah, constantly they, There's being another. Like, How does it feel to be deleted from episodes all the time? <laughs> <laughs> you feel really bad how does it
1: feel that like once they add seven of nine to the show that your characters have just become completely d- side plot like
2: yeah you become
1: a dad made.
0: and you have great hair
1: yeah <laughs> which by the way they do mention harry's hair in this episode
0: yeah they
1: Unf- do. Uh, i think i think unfair no freya describes kim she's like Beowulf, he has st- like uh, bright dark or like dark hair and like uh, st- uh, eyes of great resolve. And box like, I mean, technically, that does Kim. fit Kim's description. <laughs> like,
2: he does T-box it very is reluctantly. like that's, like, that's Harry. That's Harry. <laughs> Guess that's Harry. <laughs> that's our Harry. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's the
0: that's the whole that's it. episode. It's a beautiful. Le- Do we want to rate it?
1: I want it's, to rate the fuck out of this episode because I think it's going to do genetics. really well. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: Let's
0: think so too. And I'm actually I don't
1: mind it. It's it, it's a fun episode. Good. Yeah, it is.
2: Yeah, yeah. I before we rate All it, right. I just want to say that this is actually just a good Trek episode because totally. the only fighting that happens is on the holodeck, and <clears throat> when you know they're exchanging a being for a being, and Janeway isn't immediately like blow to fuck to, to hell let's uh let's let's fucking torture them to get our guys back. She's actually yeah. like let's exchange, let's try not to like blow anything up. And it's just a good Trek episode in terms of like diplomacy and trying to understand a different alien race.
0: Yeah,
1: totally. Comparing it to Alter Ego where we were like it doesn't really integrate super well. I feel like this one does. Like mm-hmm. this is a they it's a good Trek premise that integrates really well with the holodeck. Everything just melt i mean yeah naren shankar did a great job and it's kind of weird that he did this as a freelance he was not on the writer's staff for voyager oh wow and it's just, i feel like it's i'm kind of bummed that we haven't seen more stories from him
0: yeah, yeah uh, i agree because the stuff is really good he's too busy being the science advisor Lame. Yeah, i think when he they went ask him stuff t- yeah. you
2: know that they ask him shit and he's like no that's no and they're like all right cool let's That's, do it
0: <laughs> you assholes have never heard of beowulf before yeah yeah like am i also the literature advisor
2: <laughs>
0: all right let's rate this That's dialogue how do we want to rate dialogue
1: oh i'm gonna i'm gonna That's go good. crazy i'm gonna give it a five because i think, I think not it's... only is the original dialogue good but the yeah the classic poetry dialogue just merges super well with this it's just really i good. agree
2: I think it's I agree. a five. It's a five for me. Big ol' fiver.
1: Oh, and I do want to mention a great offhanded Robert Picardo line that is in there. And it is uh, when Freya says, um, your people must value you greatly. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, you would think so.
3: <laughs>
2: I feel like any episode like, uh, with him is just going to get ranked high because I his know. fucking line readings are so good. <laughs> Totally, oh, man. It's uh, like
0: any episode where uh, Data is performing Shakespeare to Picard instant is going high for me because instant Picard's winner. responses are, and there's there's a lot of them. This was like yeah. a running bit that they did in TNG. Was Data acting for Picard?
2: <laughs> That's awesome. All right. How
0: about romance? Whew. There's some good romance.
2: I think this is the Definitely. the most romance. I'm trying to think of another episode that we've had more romance than this. Like very obviously, and, like and classic me, classic romance, it, it, it earns yeah.
1: extra points too because like it's romance with the holiday character, and it doesn't feel weird mm-hmm. yeah. in the way that it usually does. Because like it's like it's, yeah. the doctor is holographic; he's talking mm-hmm. to another program, yeah. and it's also not. I mean, she's aggressive, but it's
0: not porny. Feels natural. Yeah. yeah. Feels more so like weird. feels more like them them actually liking each other and not like uh we just want to have sex.
2: Mhm. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to go with I, a, I, a 4 I, on this one because I think it's good um and very classy uh but there I think there could have been a little more avenues explored. You know, they were sh- short on time.
0: I'd love to know how you rated Romance in Armand Bashir to see mm. if you had the Me same too. thought process on that one.
2: Uh I would actually like to know that also because I cannot remember. <laughs> I mean I all.
0: can look
1: at our overall our marriage share romance score no. and it's a 4.83. So Yeah, cuz I think right, you four, guys five, gave 4 fives. 5 guys.
2: 4
0: fives.
1: <laughs> I'm giving well, it a 5 fun. because I don't know how much more romantic it can get
0: all genuinely. Right, guys, for a yeah, character. Right. Classic, right. see, here's the thing. I was going to give it a 4 or 5 but I think I might bump to a 5. Um because it is classic romance. It's like It's poetic romance. It's classic romance. It's not like...
2: All right. Yeah. You guys win. Five. You guys win.
1: Five's (laughs) across the board.
2: Thank you for uh, pointing out the Armin Bashir, because I think I also rated that a five. I think I was like, yeah, romance is bad. (laughs) Pew, five.
0: (laughs) How about the action in this episode? Mm. So this was the one I was thinking about uh, beforehand. Where I was like, it's gonna be weird, but I don't think I'm gonna give it uh, a five. I think I was gonna give it a three point five, because while there's action, it's not like there's a couple of spear throws. There's a stab.
2: Bad spear throws.
0: He parries a couple of swords, but it's not like full on action sequences like we had in. Uh, was Are it a um, sure? alter ego or? Uh, yeah i mean i agree
1: yeah mm-hmm. it's there's there is it's action there. but it's not necessarily i mean the Anything spear throws special. i think is just a classic camera trick of just like panning really quickly and putting a sound yeah. effect like i don't totally think there's not. actually yeah so yeah i give it a, a two
2: myself but actually w- oh wow i'm gonna go with the two five because it Whoa. is there it's it's good it's fun um but it's nothing special you know
0: I would say if this episode was made today, say they made this episode on Discovery or Picard or something like that, the action in this would be dope. It'd be dope as shit because they'd have full-on sword fights, and it would be great. (laughs) You know that they'd buy the uh, leftover
1: props from, like, the Game of Thrones backlot or whatever. Or, like, the Vikings or whatever. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I I honestly – I want Discovery to have a fucking holodeck so bad – just so that we can get, like, full-scale epic battle sequences with somebody, and they're just like, ah! like, cutting heads just off and insane. stuff. going insane. Yeah, and somebody shows up and is like, hey, man, we need you. And they're like, oh, yeah, sorry. Cool. <laughs> I'll be right back. Yeah. Interesting. Pause.
0: Anyways, I, I didn't think that you guys were going to give it lower score than I was. I thought I was going to be the lowest score on this one. I feel Science. I feel like this is the
1: category where I would really
0: be forcing it if I increased the score. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> Cool. Suspense. Oh. Is Harry Kim dead?
0: I think that's just...
2: <laughs> is Harry uh, Kim dead?
0: <laughs> what's going to happen? Like, w- at the beginning, what's the monster? What is Grendel? I guess it's true. What's going to... Ha- is is the doctor going to... Is Schweitzer going <laughs> to survive?
2: <laughs> I think I the- will say there's
0: a moment where
1: they want this episode to be more suspenseful than it is. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. in the cold open when Tuvok and Chakotay first get on the holodeck and it's just the forest scene and they're yeah. just wandering around. But the music like ramps way the fuck up from Dennis <laughs> McCarthy because they're <laughs> like, hey, um, we want to make it seem like what the fuck is happening? He's like, yeah, but they're just like, nothing's happened. They're just in the holodeck now. It's like, yeah, but it's a cold open. It's like, all yeah. right, okay. I'll compose a, an Emmy <laughs> award nominated piece <laughs> of music for this.
2: Yep. <laughs> I think that's my distinction of like the story has a little bit of suspense, but like the filmmaking itself is not very suspenseful, right? Like it's, they're not trying to make a suspenseful thing, but the questions that are asked are relatively suspenseful, you know?
1: I'm giving it a two.
0: Three, five.
2: I'm going to go with a two also.
0: This is not okay. taking number one anymore.
2: What? I don't know, man. I don't know.
0: Because uh, we're about to get camp. Bashir was, what, 4.85? We're,
2: we're about to hit camp, no. man. Camp's an what easy five for
0: me. 4.6. You guys got way too trigger happy in the beginning of rating these things.
2: I think we all did. <laughs> we were all like, these are great. <laughs> um, I think camp. camp is a big five for me. This oh, tot- is one of the campiest episodes. The
1: the incorrect swords, the 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 shitty cosplay costumes. Yes, yeah. the action the, lines. The the, the the blending of the old poet, the poetic dialogue with you know modern stuff. Yeah. The the uh, totally. unfurth being like, I'm just gonna grab this jar. I'm just gonna grab this jar. Just don't <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm just gonna don't grab worry this jar. About it. You just do your thing. I'm gonna grab the jar.
0: <laughs> And I'm going to take it back to where I said I was definitely not going to take it back to
1: it.
2: it. (laughs) Fettuccine
1: monster. I mean, it's got a fettuccine monster. It's really
2: great. The camp is a big old five. Five.
1: Five across the board. How about stakes?
2: Is Harry Kim dead? Three crew
0: members could die.
2: They're they're technically
0: already dead in a way. two of them are officers. Unfortunately, Harry Kim is not an officer and never will be. But (laughs) he's he's an officer. He's just not (laughs) an important one. (laughs) He's an ensign and that's it. I mean and he always to be be an honest,
2: This is pretty nuts. Like this being assen- essentially killed them for like 2 or 3 hours. Like they died.
0: Yeah. Yep. So when Harry Kim like off. comes back and is like off.
2: what happened? You say to Harry Kim you died. What's beyond the veil? Like <laughs> you've essentially you died.
0: We also find out that after the second time the doctor goes in, or the first time the doctor goes in, we find out because uh, Janeway tells the doctor, like, if you take this canister on with you, you either have to be, uh, you have to be in physical form to mm-hmm. be able to hold it, so you have to choose to do that. We basically find out that the doctor could die because yeah. he yeah. lost an arm, and they had to like mm-hmm. do some like. Magic to get it back, right? Like some yeah, like I don't programming know what they magic did. to get it back. Yeah. So the doctor could die. So I think the stakes are pretty high in this one. I was gonna give it like a four or five.
1: Yeah, I think if yeah. short of the ship doesn't isn't gonna blow up,
0: but besides yeah. that, I think yeah, for me it's like a four or five. The second in command could die, and their head security officer could die.
2: For some reason, when Kim individual when individual lives are at stake the stakes feel a lot higher to me. So when like people are like, oh, the ship's going to blow up, everyone's going to die, for some reason that does not feel as high of stakes than when there's three individual people that we have come to know and like are legitimately have died and could die forever. So I'm going to yeah. go with a 4-5 as well.
1: Wow. All right. So we've got a final score. <clears throat> I think it's number two. Computer, what is our final score?
3: Calculating. Four point one one. Number two, right.
1: told you. I
2: think that's right. I think that's right. And here's, yeah, go ahead. Well, no, I think our Bashir is still the best one, personally.
1: So do you, do you sincerely think that it's the best one, still?
2: Um, of the holiday episodes that we've watched, my personal favorite is obviously Take Me Out of the Hollow Suite. But I think <laughs> of the ones that we've watched, I do think that our Bashir is better than this. As much as I like this okay. one, I really enjoy this one. But I think Arman they do Bashir have like better.
1: twice as many of people in danger. Yeah. It's a much higher level of staff. Yeah. Sorry to say. Ensign Kim brings totally. the, 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 the <laughs> situation way down. <laughs> totally. Totally. I think just, this episode, though, is great.
3: It's uh, yeah. fantastic. Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that's our new number two. So our, our top Woo! five now are Armand Bashir, Heroes and Demons. Bride of Chaotica, Emergence, and Fistful of Datas.
2: Take me out to the suite. So we just
1: knocked out Author Author.
0: All of these episodes, except for Emergence, I believe, are on a lot of the the lists that I've seen online.
2: Yeah. I'm worried that Fistful of Datas is going to get bumped at some point. It might. I'm... Man, I'm just thinking of fistful of datas, and I'm thinking about all those different datas popping out of corners and being like, hey. God, and, it's so
0: good. Uh, it's so good. A bunch <laughs> of Brent Spiner's. Yeah. <laughs> what
1: what oh, did you call man. a bunch of, of Spiner's, of Brent, Brent Spiner's? Uh, a spreadsheet of Spiner's?
2: A spreadsheet.
3: <laughs>
1: a spreadsheet of data. a lot of data. Yeah. A a spreadsheet, br-
2: of yeah. Datas. A spreadsheet of data. spreadsheet <laughs> of data oh man Uh, all right
1: well hey thank you so much for listening for those of you who came in uh to watch uh we obviously were you're on the discord thank you if you're on the discord we do live streams of the show we're also on instagram
0: and twitter so
1: check us out there trek to the holodeck
0: yeah yeah make sure you subscribe to our podcast On Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're we're basically everywhere you can get your podcasts. And if you're listening to this, you most likely have a place to do your podcast. So subscribe. And if you can, it'd be great if you just uh, left us a review and uh, rated the podcast. Uh, It helps the algorithm bump us up there in the charts.
2: Yeah, Internet stuff. Um, The computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. Thank you. It's really awesome. Thank you.
1: Uh, the in, music, the intro and outro music is by the artist Bodyline. Uh, you can look at in music on Bandcamp. We used it with permission from the Midwest Collective.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and uh, this is a fan podcast. Uh, we love Star Trek, and that's why we're doing this. We uh, are not trying to break any copyrights or anything like that. So it just uh, so it lay off, uh, CBS uh <laughs> lay com- com- layoff.
1: And uh, <laughs> <You> did- <laughs> shit, we should have done this before, but I do have a pitch for what the next episode we we watch is.
2: Oh, great. What?
1: I want to get back to Deep Space Nine because there's so yes. few of them yeah. so far. And how about season two, episode 19 called Blood Oath? It's a Klingon Dax episode. I love it. Oh, and it's yes. fucking it's rate
0: high on the action because yeah. they're yeah. fighting shit.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember it. It's really fun. There's a lot of Klingon stuff. It may not score highly on our Drask system, but it mm-hmm. will. It's just a great episode. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: Speaking of DS9, I just had the best opening to the limited series. If they ever brought DS9 back for a limited series, it would have to open with Bashir and O'Brien on the top of like <laughs> a mountain fighting off like multiple, like. <laughs> like just historical moment just like killing a bunch of people that's how it would open it'd be rad
0: (laughs) and then and then uh it just in my head uh (laughs) it cuts to them walking out uh in quark's bar and they're they're like commenting on how much quark's bar has changed now that it's not quark's bar anymore and it's like cork has like moved up because i'm a am assuming this is like in the future because <laughs> they're Picard all older n- they're all older yes. now yes. and like mm. and so they're they're commenting on that and then they're also going down memory lane when they're walking down the promenade because they're visiting uh, deep space nine they're right. not like they're not on board deep space nine anymore they're like maybe both they're at they're like both admirals or something i don't no. know but Man. <laughs>
1: You know you know that cool. Chief O'Brien is just a chief somewhere else. That's true. That's true. And it's a harder job. He he's keeps getting <laughs> harder jobs.
2: <laughs> Some other shithole afloat is what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> oh, fantastic. They're they're like All they're
1: right. like um they're they're retiring Deep Space Nine. They're like yeah. breaking it down or turning it into yeah. a museum.
2: Yeah. Like really.
1: this is a from the Dominion War. And like there's a replacement DS nine. Yeah.
2: And there's only one uh, guy that's... running running the museum. He's been put there. Absolutely. <laughs> station there it's one person
0: this is it's gonna only, be such a long episode <laughs> No, no, I, mean, I know this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay alright uh, thank, you so, thank much, you so much everybody <laughs>
2: yeah
1: <Thank you. laughs> transmission
2: we spent virtually every free hour in the holosuite and for a while I almost forgot he was a hologram that means the holodeck safeties are off computer execute
0: complete shutdown of the holodeck all holo simulations have been terminated